Today's daf is daf Chof Aleph, page 21 in the Heilige Meseches Gitten. And we pick up on daf Chof Aleph. We got a few lines down and we're up to Amar Rava, okay, which is uh, seven lines from the top of Chof Aleph Amar Aleph. All right, 21a, seven lines from the top. Here we go. Huh? Yeah, all right. So far, so good. So far, so good. We're coming, you know, I'm sitting in the parking lot of the Hasana now. So uh, they served the first course. So far, so good. <laughs> all right. Okay, Gavaldik. Here we go. Omar Rova. Rova says, now, yesterday, we learned a few really interesting cases. Um, the, the focus was about writing documents on top of writing that already existed, or writing documents on things that aren't necessarily permanent. One of the cases we gave is if somebody writes a get to his wife on the hand of his Eved, of his Eved Kanani, and he gives it to her. So we said that's going to be a problem. We said because it's temporary. I right, what if it's a tattoo? All right, if it's a tattoo, then uh, we could be talking business, right? Because it's more, uh, it's more permanent. Now the Gemara is going to give a, an, another case, a different case, which is, and just give a little uh, introduction to this, Rav is going to mention that a halacha, that if he writes a get to his wife, gives the get to his own personal Eved, and then after the Eved, after the servant is already holding the get, he writes another document stating that the servant is his wife's. So the servant has now become his wife's property. So it's an interesting case, because again, at the time that he placed the get in the hands of the Eved, he gives it to the Eved. Then after the get is already in the hand of the Eved, he makes the Eved his wife's. So here we're going to come up with a fascinating concept of whether we say the get and the property come to her hand ke'echad at one moment. Meaning like this. The Torah says that a husband has to hand the wife to... Has to hand the wife. Uh, the, the Torah has to hand the get to the wife. Part of handing the get to the wife doesn't necessarily mean it has to be in her hand literally. Perhaps you can even put it into her chutzer, into her courtyard, in an area that she owns. So if you stick it into her house, that's her property... It's as if you handed her the get. So here's the deal. The Eved has now been made her chatzar, has been made her property. Now that the Eved has been made her property by, by the writing of the second document, do we say that the get and the property now become hers and she's divorced? Ah, she's not holding the get? It doesn't matter. Her property is holding the get. All right? So that's the, that's the fascinating case we have over here. So let's get into this. Omar Rabba Rabba says, First he writes her again. Then he hands it to his servant. And then what does he do? He makes the servant, not his servant. Then he writes a gift document stating that the servant belongs to his wife. What happens? Says Rabba, She acquires the servant. That by acquiring the servant, she's now divorced. Because now that she acquired the servant, the get is in her property. 
Says the Gemara, whoa, 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 pause. Rega Nahag, hold on one second. Va'amai, why is a servant considered her property? Chotzer mahalachasi, this is considered a moving chotzer, a, a moving property, something that moves. Chotzer mahalachas leikana. And we know there's a rule that the, there's a rule that chotzer mahalachas, if you have a courtyard that's moving around, leikana is not considered a courtyard in order to establish uh, establish something. Meaning, the same way, handing it to her, when you put it in her hand, her hand is in one spot, so too, you have to, in order for her to be divorced, you have to put it into something that she owns that is stationary, that is immobile, that does not move. And Evado could run around. He could be, uh, he could be doing gymnastics and, and moving around, and therefore... We should not say that the fact that the owner now own the fact that the owner gives the get to the husband, the gives the get to the eved, and then makes the eved the wife's does anything for her. We're going to say, boy, maybe we're saying that the eved is standing in one spot and therefore should be considered a chotzer that is set. I also says, as long as it could move, it does not acquire. So the Gemara is asking a question, Rava, why would you say that if you put the get in the Evet's hand and then you make the Evet the wife's, she's divorced, it's a moving courtyard. And the halacha is a moving courtyard is not kindness. We don't understand you. Beautiful. Says the Gemara, you're right. The only way it's possible to say Rava's halacha is if the Eved is tied up. Since the Eved is tied up, he doesn't have the ability to walk. And since he doesn't have the ability to walk, he's not considered a chotzer malachas. Which means, when does Rava say that a, stash, a, a mobile thing, which is stationary, is considered mobile? That is only true if it has its own ability to move whenever it desires. However, if it doesn't have an ability to, to be mobile and to move around because it's tied up, Rava will agree that such a type of person, an Ebed, is considered a stationary chutzer, and a stationary chutzer would acquire the get for the wife. Amar Rava, Rava also says, if a man writes, writes a get to his wife and places it in her property, puts it in her courtyard, because of law, star matana, love. And then, so what happens is, he places it, it's not her courtyard, I'm sorry. He writes a get and puts it into his own property, his own land. And then he goes ahead and he makes his own real estate hers. He gifts it to her. Can also, she acquires it, umiskareshes by and by acquiring the property, she also now has the get in her property and she acquires the get. Utricha, and I need to know the halacha of the Ebed, and I need to know the halacha of a courtyard. Why? The Ashmin and Ebed, if you would have only learned the first halacha that Rabbi says, if you give a get to a wife, and then give her the and a hand to the Ebed, and then you give her the Ebed, it's a valid get. Have I mean, I would have said, Ebed specifically by a servant. Uh, is she divorced? Have a by regular courtyard. Ligzar, let's make a decree. Mishum because of a courtyard that could come, that could become hers after the fact. Meaning, says the Gemara, let's pause and take a step back. In these cases, she's divorced because the get and the chutzer 
are becoming hers simultaneously at once. But let's say it like this. Let's say the husband places a get in Reuven's courtyard. And then afterwards, the wife happens to purchase Reuven's courtyard. That's not going to be a valid get. We don't say over there, Rather, what happened was, you put a get in something that's not her courtyard, and now she acquired the courtyard. But we don't say that it's as if you place it into her courtyard. So maybe I would be concerned to, to not let it in any case. Anytime you're gifting a courtyard, I should say it's not a valid get. And therefore, I need to say a chiddush that, no, we don't have that concern. People will not confuse that. And if we'd only given the case where you gift her your own personal chazer, have a mina, davil chazer, I'll say specifically by a courtyard. Again, why? Because it moves around. I would say, you know, maybe you can't give your servant to the wife that's tied up. Because if we start allowing that, people will start doing this for avodim that are not tied up. So we'll make a decree. And the chiddush over here is that in either case, Rava's not concerned about making a decree, and the halacha is, she is divorced. Because Gita, the chatzera, the get and her courtyard, whether it's physical property that he's handing over to her, whether it's a bound up ebba that he's giving over to her, it's coming with her get, and she is, uh, and she is Migoresha, she is divorced. Okay. Says the Gemara. Umar Abai. Abai says, to his beloved Chavar, friend, Rava. Abai and Rava, they, uh, they uh, like to talk to each other in learning, and they very often have uh, different viewpoints. Right? So this is Rava's approach. So Amar Abai, Abai says, one second. Mechti, Rava, Rava, let's take stock of what's happening here. Chatzar mehecha israbe. This halacha of placing a get into a courtyard, that it's a valid get. How do I know that it's a valid get? Miyadah, it's a valid get because of the posuk of biyadah. Okay, that it says v'nasan biyadah, the husband has to place a get into her hand. What do we say? A hand, anything that is stationary, and she owns. It's considered part of her. It's going to be a valid get. Miyadah the isba the isa bein midaita ubein balkarcha. Just like if a husband places a get into his wife's hand, whether or not she wants to be divorced, once he places it in her hand, it is valid. She's divorced. So too, by placing it into her courtyard, the Allah is going to be, she's divorced. Once it hits her courtyard, whether or not she's happy with it or not. Now, but the halacha is matanam. Over here, you're not just giving her a get. What happens is, you're giving the get to the oven and the, or the courtyard. And then you're giving a matana, a gift, of the oven and the courtyard to the wife. Well, guess what? You can't gift me something and say it's mine unless I agree. Right? You can't just say it's mine. You go... Yankul goes and crashes a car. The cops come. And they say, Yankul, your car crashed. He says, nah, I gifted it to Tendler. It's really Tendler's car. So they call me up and they say, oh, your car crashed. Like, my car? What are you talking about? Yankul says, yeah, a moment before I crashed, I said it's Tendler's. Shkayach. You did me a big tithe. It's not mine. 
need to have das on it. I need to have das on a matana. Shkoyach on a get, you don't need das. But on a matana, you certainly need to get balkarchi lesa. And therefore, the chatzar, gifting her a chatzar, should not be the same, or an event, should not be the same as nosan biyadah, as placing it in her hand. And therefore, says Abaye, I don't understand Rava's halacha. The halacha should be, they're not divorced. You did not place the get into something that's hers. She never gave her willingness. She never agreed. Okay. But over here, you have shlichos Kabbalah, which is, uh, you, you appoint a shliach to accept the get. So the Gemara is asking, why don't we allow the property or the eved to be considered a shliach le Kabbalah? And either way, it should be a valid get. Says the Gemara of Abai. Abai is going to say no. Yeah, you got. You want to include her shlichus? No. Let me explain. It's written down from the pasuk of Vishilach, and he shall send her. Okay, which means that when a woman asks somebody to be a shliach, to be a messenger for her, this messenger doesn't literally need to be mamish like the wife, and therefore. Um, and uh, and therefore the shliach is going to be uh, limited to her will, as opposed to um, as opposed to when you hand it directly to her, it's um, it's against the will. Okay. So what we're saying over here is that if she's appointing, a, if, if you have a shliach lekabbal, if she says somebody that uh, somebody's going to be there to be makabel to accept it, then the same. Well, the, uh, a messenger becomes an extension of the one sending him. So the same way, if the get were to go to her, we don't really need her consent, we don't need her willingness, so too now to hand it to somebody who is sent by her, also the halach is going to be that we don't need her or, or her willingness. Or you can answer for Abaya as well. You also find shlichus the kabbalah shekin av makabel get lebita getana balkarchi. You can even find the get uh, um, that's against her will because we know that a father could accept the get for his daughter who's a katana that he married off, even against her will. Okay. And uh, and bottom line is all the gemara is st- uh, establishing over here is that Abaye's rebuttal to Rava may very well stand. Okay, so we have machlekas Abaye and Rava. All right. Back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah says that um, if somebody writes a get to his wife on al ha'olah on an olive leaf, the chulu, etc. We said it's a valid get. Says the Gemara. It's understandable if he writes on the hand of a servant. Right? He writes the get on the hand of a servant. We said if he gives her the servant, then it's going to be a valid get. Otherwise not. Top of Chafal of Bez. Because uh, uh, the Eved is part of the actual body. And once you give over the body, the hand comes with the body. You can't cut it off. But if you write on the horn of a cow, guess what? Horns can be cut off. Why do we say if you write on the horn of the cow, it's a valid get? As long as you give her the cow, ask the Gemara. We should just say, gift her the horn. You write the get. On the horn of a cow, what's the halacha? Divorced if you gift her the cow. Why? 
Just say divorced if you give her the horn. It's not dependent on each other. Granted, you're not going to cut off the arm of an Evet. But the horn of a cow, Farbos Nisht, why not? Answer the horn of Makra. Because of the Nosan law, because the Pasuk puts the Ksiva, the writing within Asina, with the giving. Which means you have to write on something that's there, and the only action that's missing from the get is the writing and is the giving. Excluding the cases that we mentioned, where if you don't give to the whole cow, it's in order for it to be kosher, you're going to have to have writing. You're going to have to have giving, and you're going to have to have cutting of the horns. And if you need that third step, it's not a valid get. So what do you got to do? Gift her the whole cow in order for it to be valid. Two dots. Basically, says he argues on this whole concept of writing on an Eved or a cow. Basically, argument on this whole concept is no such thing as writing a get on the arm of your Eved. No such thing as riding on the horn of a cow. Any living creature, not a valid get. Says the Gemara, my time to basically, what's used for Gaisiak Lili? The Thailand Derbaisa. Safer, you gotta write it on a safer. Guess what? Aliella Safer, I only know that you can write on a safer. You can write on a piece of parchment. Me and I the rabbis called Dovar, had no to include anything else. Tom Lamar, because of Lomi Kobaka, which means you just write on her on anything. As long as you write on something, you're good to go. If you write on whatever you want, why did it say a uh, safer? Why did it say a uh, scroll? A piece of parchment, why did it say that? I'll tell you why. Just like a piece of parchment is not alive and it's also not food. In order for it to be a valid get, it cannot be alive, it cannot be food. Now, the Rabbana argued. The Rabbana said it is a valid get if you write on the arm of a slave or if you write on the horn of a cow or on a leaf. So what's the reason for the Rabbanon? Basically, he was coming with a verse, coming with a Pasuk. So says the Gemara of Rabbanon, what about Tadakama? He says, Ikos HaPesefer, Abudon HaPesefer, Kedigarma, then you're right. HaShadav Sefer, it doesn't say Basefer, it says Sefer, which means, L'Sfiras Devarim Hu Da'asa. What it means is, it has to be written in letter form. Okay, it has to be written in letter form. What does it mean in letter form? It's got to be written like a normal sentence with a normal paragraph. That's what it means, safer. But it doesn't necessarily mean, say the Rabbanon, that it can't be written on a living entity. We hold it could be, li- be written on a living entity. Says the Gemara, the Rabbanon, hi, the Kosav, my, of Gilei. What do they use the Kosav for? Because again, before we said the Kosav has to be um, it could be written on anything, but according to them, it could always be written on anything. So what's what's the ad chiddush of a kosav? Says the Gemara, they need the word Let me know that you can only divorce a woman through the writing of a get. You cannot divorce a woman through money. Okay, interesting. Can you have a scenario where a husband gives money to his wife and says with with this money, we are now divorced. See, by marriage, a husband could give money to a wife and say, I'm giving you money, and with this money, you're giving me your rights to marriage. So maybe when he get divorced, let him give the money to his wife and say, with this money, I'm giving you back your rights to marriage. Why would I think that that would work? So I would have thought the same. 
We know to connect a divorce to a marriage. Now, I just want to explain why. Okay? By a divorce, it says that a woman who gets divorced can then go marry somebody else. So the, the Pusuk connects a divorce to a remarriage. Divorce to marriage. We put divorce and marriage similar. So I would think the same way marriage works, so to divorce works. Ma havaya because of just like marriage works with money, af nami because of so too leaving is with money. Therefore, it lets me know that no um, money works for marriage, and to be divorced, it has to be a document. The idach. What about basically? How does he know that? Nafkalei me safer krisos. Safer course we no bracha course. It's just safer krisos, which means it has to be a document that divorces and not money. He says the Gemara of the Idach, the Idach, and what about the Chachamim? Mi boilei davar kares benedu bino. It's coming to teach me something that it has to be something that separates him and her. Kiditanya, like we learned in a Brisa. If somebody says this wife, I'll be willing to divorce you. I'll give you a get on condition that you do not drink wine. Never go back to your father's house. If he says forever, that's not considered a divorce. In order to be divorced, there has to be a separation. There has to be a separation. There can't be any strings attached indefinitely. I'll divorce you on condition you never drink wine. You're not divorced then. She's chained to you. I'll divorce your condition and you don't go back to your father's house. She's chained to you. You can't call that a cutoff. You're not cut off. She's still connected. However, what if you say, you can't drink wine for 30 days. You can't go back to your father's house for 30 days. Then I raise a crisis. Right now, you're divorced. You only have to wait 30 days because Lamaisa, what you gave her, is something that will and does currently separate the two of you. Um, and basically learns out from, from, it could have just said Kares, but instead it says Krisus. And that's how I know that it has to be a complete cutoff and you can't have these indefinite strings attached. They say, no, it's not the proper place to make a drasha from the fact that it says Krisus instead of Kares. Okay, beautiful. That is the bottom line. Why, beautifully, the Gemara explains why we have a Machlekas in Rebbe and the Chachamim as to whether it is a mutter, it is allowed to write a get on a Balchai, on something that is alive or something that is food. Background, we gave the sources. We explain why each the issue that each opinion has with the other, coming from different viewpoints. Gewalt, we're left with the machlekes of our Mishnah. Okay. New mission. Here we go. Ein kaisvin We are not allowed to write a get on something that is connected to the ground. Okay. So if you walk over to a tree stump or to a branch. Or anything that's connected to the ground. You walk over to a, a head of cabbage that's still connected to the ground. And you write a beautiful get on top of it. It is puzzle. It's not a get. What happens if you wrote it when it was attached to the ground? And then you cut it off the ground. You wrote an ending to it afterwards. And then you gave it to her, kosher. That's going to be okay. Now this needs to be explained, as Rashi kicks in. 
we have to explain the Gemara because this seems to be, at least in some cases, a contradiction to what we started out with. First we said it cannot be written in a way that it's attached to the ground. And now we're saying, no, it could as long as there's certain conditions that are met. Okay, so that needs to be explained. Let's get into this. We'll get into this the Gemara Mitzvah. Rav Yehuda says, You need to have everything done when it's already completely cut off. Rav Yehuda says, You cannot already get on paper that is Niyar Mochuk. We're going to call this, it's previously been written on, and now there's smudges on it. And you cannot write it on unfinished cloth where it's not yet smoothed out and coated. If it's too easily changed, it can easily be counterfeited. No, it's going to be kosher, even if it's unfinished cloth or smudged paper, it's okay. All right. The whole thing's a contradiction. Again, our mission says if it's right on it attached to the ground, not good. And then we said, if you write on it, it's attached, but then you separate it and write the ending, it's okay. Well, make up your mind. Why you first you make a blanket statement and then you're then, then you're saying something that's not a blanket statement? Which one is it? What happened was like this. He wrote on something that's mechuber the karka when it's attached to the ground. He left a a area of of space that leaves enough room for the main parts of the get to be written in. You left over the makamatayrif, and then you wrote the main part in. Okay, the chain and similarly, Amar of Allah, Amar of Aishia, Bushashir Makamatari, the chain Amar of Allah, Rachan, Amar of Echanan, Bushashir Makamatari, Rabbi Lazari. And then, if we're going to say this approach, it has to be the pin of Rabbi Allah. This is what we mean to say. You cannot write a get on, I'm sorry, you're not allowed to write the typhus, the main part of the get when it's attached to the ground, because you might. Uh,